and welcome in to the very first episode of Weekly Fantasy Football. I'm your host, Ian Garfinkel, host of the Weekly Fantasy Basketball Podcast, and today I will be going through the running backs, basically, who to draft over who when you're on the clock, and we are joined by Evan Goldstein, host of the Stocks and Sport Podcast. How are you, Evan? Ian, I am doing great today. Very happy to be on this podcast. How are you doing today? Thank you. I'm doing great also. And let's get straight into it. First, with the top 10, mine is going to have to be Christian McCaffrey at number one. A clear number one RB for fantasy. Um, He was basically the number one for the past three years. He got injured. That's going to concern some people, but not me. For me, he's my clear number one. Next up, we have Alvin Kamara. Um, people are concerned about how he's going to be without Drew Brees, but he wasn't catching the long balls. He's just doing small 15 yards, which shouldn't be a problem for James Winston. He's also obviously a great runner, and he should be able to be a very great RB1 for the season. Number three for me, got to be Dalvin Cook, Chef Cook. He's coming off an incredible year. I think he can come. I think he can continue with that. He's got huge upside, great in the receiving game, and I feel like the King, the Vikings, are really going to step it up this year. Fourth, some of you think he should be higher. I have him at here because of Julio Jones. He's recently came in, and that's going to affect Derrick Henry a bit here. But I think it's still going to keep their offense fair, so they don't just pack the line trying to stop Derrick Henry, but he's coming off an incredible record-breaking year. It's going to be hard to duplicate, and he has just been the clear number one on every single team. So I think he he's, of course, the, the running back you're going to want. Number five, there's been a lot. This is a very risky player, but I'm going to have to go with Saquon Barkley as he is just obviously in the top five if he can stay healthy with over 2,000 rushing yards in his rookie season. And that huge upside is what you want in fantasy, and that is what you get with Saquon Barkley. Number six for me has to be Aaron Jones. Um, Just the Packers team looking great here with Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Jones just an incredible all-around running back. Really what you want in fantasy. Number seven, got to be Jonathan Taylor. This is also what I want in fantasy, that upside, the potential. Because with Jonathan Taylor, what you get is a second-year player, and he's the clear number one running back. Last season, there was a bit of question. Um, Naheem Himes, he got a lot of other running time, but here it is all going to be a heavy workload with Jonathan Taylor. He should have an incredible productive fantasy season. And then we're going to move on to number eight, Nick Chubb. And the reason he isn't the the reason he isn't even earlier on this list is because of Kareem Hunt, also an incredible running back. But Nick Chubb, obviously, if he can stay healthy, when he was healthy, he was a very dominant the clear number one running back for the Browns, but they're still playing Kareem Hunt as Kareem Hunt um, is more of the receiving running back compared to Nick Chubb. But Nick Chubb still, I like it. He's number eight on my list. Number nine, player like Jonathan Taylor, Antonio Gibson. It's his second year. 
He has incredible potential, and I think he could be one of the top fantasy players in this year. And then number 10, Dondre Swift, another second year. Some of you are thinking he should be drafted farther, but I like him up here because he is one of the top, in my opinion, this is a bold message, but one of the top receiving running backs. So that will be my top 10. Depends on how it goes in the first round. Some people may draft other people ahead, but closely following up would be Najee Harris, an incredible rookie. I really like that option. He will. Ju- he's gonna have a great year. And then Zeke Ezekiel Elliott. He's for me. I can't hit have him too early because of what happened last year. But he's still gonna be in gr- a great option and should have a better year. And then also Austin Eckler, really a great running back. The reason he's also not higher is because when I watch the Chargers games, they're constantly going with Joshua Kelly or some of their or some of the Chargers' other bigger running backs at the goal line, which prevents a lot of touchdowns from Austin Eckler. But he's still a great option. Evan, what are your picks? Well, I know that your number one was Christian McCaffrey, and I'm just going to do a top five for now. But my number five pick, it was your number one, as I said before, Christian McCaffrey. I know almost every single person that I know, pretty much everybody I know, has CMC as their number one running back. But every year by year the past two years, I just haven't been a big fan. It may just be that the Panthers' offense isn't really where you want to be. There isn't much of a passing game. I mean, this year their quarterback was the quarterback for the Jets last year and Sam Darnold. So not great passing, which Christian McCaffrey is known to be at. And if there's not great passing, well, it's hard for someone like Christian McCaffrey to be able to catch the ball. And when it comes to running, a team like the Panthers will likely be down by a lot, and they wanna they don't want to be running tight with running backs, so they want to pass it, which of course won't be good for CMC. So although I think he can still be pretty good, because after all, Christian McCaffrey's Christian McCaffrey. I just don't think that he'll be in even the top four, three, or of course that you have the number one. My number four pick, you don't have him in your top ten, but you have him as in the following up uh, tier. But that's Austin Eckler. I have him so high up because although the Chargers are big in passing. Over the years, Eckler has been known for being a big running back in the passing game, which is really important, especially Justin Herbert. Of course, he can go for the long balls, Keenan Allen, but every once in a while, you have to go to a short pass for a guy like Austin Eckler. Last year, in 25% of his games, he had nine or more receptions, which just shows that he's really in the um, that he shows really in the passing game, and the the Chargers. I think that they'll be one of the top teams this season, and they're ahead, and they'll, they'll want to run the ball, especially with a guy like Austin Eckler, who I think this year could get more touchdowns, especially as I think that the Chargers almost have more trust in Eckler, even at the goal line, as you said, where they've been going more Joshua Kelly lately. My number three pick, um, I'll have to go with Alvin Kamara right here. Last year, yes, he was the number one running back in all of fantasy football. The reason I have a number three right here, uh, well, Drew Brees, as you said, he's gone. And that could prove to be a real problem for Alvin Kamara, as Drew Brees, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, he can really get the ball to Alvin Kamara throwing, which is where a lot of Kamara's points last year came from in fantasy. This year they have Jameis Winston at quarterback and potentially Taysom Hill as well. 
Uh, the first preseason game for Winston, not too good. He threw an interception. Although the second game, which we saw as this recording just last night, he did a lot better, showed to be a great quarterback. So although I don't think he'll have as good as year last year, because take uh, no shot that – or probably it won't happen – that Jameis Winston will be as good as Drew Brees in getting the ball to Kamara. And also, uh, all, although the reason why I like him more, because if it wasn't for his running ability, I've had him maybe out of the top five. The reason I have him pretty high up at number three, I think, is because he's still going to get a lot of touches in the running game. I think there's a chance that the Saints will still be able to be up in most of their games because of their defense, and they'll want to run the ball with Kamara to be able to, keep the, to run some clock. And just and just just keep the pace of the game going. My number two pick, uh, which you kind of agree here, you have a number five. I have a, I have him as my number two. Is my guy Derek Henry. Last year, I think it's been the past two years actually. He's led the league in running. Yes, for most PPR, uh, which stands for pass for reception. In most of those leagues, he may not be the best of people because well, he just doesn't do a lot of catches. He's not really in the catching game much. But when you're running back, your job, yes, it's kind of to catch, but mostly it's to run the ball. And there's no me- and there's no better guy doing that than Derrick Henry, who last year led the league in, I think, the three most important stats for running backs, which is total carries, total yards, and total running touchdowns. And that's why I think Derrick Henry will be the number two running back this year. And my number one running back, you had him as your number three, will be Dalvin Cook. I, he's really a great mix of Alvin Kamara with the passing game, Derrick Henry in the running game. When it, Last year, as I said, Derrick Henry led the league in the three most important running stats. Dalvin Cook was in second place for all three of those stats. In the passing game, yes, the team he's on, the Vikings, have some great wide receivers and guys like Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. But Dalvin Cook's always there for the short pass, which why I think he'll be my number. Which I watch, which is why I think he will be the number one running back. Great mix of catching and running. Ian, great reasoning there, Evan. I gotta acknowledge that list, even though it's different than mine. I could see that happening, and I'll take that and in going into my draft. Next up, we're gonna have some who over who, and let's get straight and- into it. So, Josh Jacobs or David Montgomery? Evan, what are your thoughts on this one? I'll actually have to go with David Montgomery here because with Kenyon Drake now on the Raiders, Jacobs likely will will lose some touches, which will be problematic for Jacobs. And although many people forget, just two years ago, Drake was one of the best fantasy running backs. And even though the injured running backs for the Bears are coming back this season, Montgomery proved himself last year to be one of the best running backs in the league. I mean, last year in fantasy, Montgomery was a top five running back. However, Jacobs is still one of the better running backs in the league, and I can see him having a comeback season. So although I could see it going either way, I would still go with, with Montgomery here. Ian? Um, I'm actually going to have to go with Josh Jacobs with Kenyon Drake now on the Raiders. Jacobs will likely lose some touches, but still, Jacobs, um, he had an incredible year last year, and I think that Kenyon Drake, he's an incredible running back, but he's been bounced around, and I think he'll really get pushed out by Josh Jacobs. David Montgomery, he really peaked at the end of last year, but 
Although David Montgomery has had five more rushing yards at 170 last season, while Josh Jacobs with uh, 1,065 both averaged about four yards per carry. David Montgomery has the advantage in the receiving area, but Josh Jacobs finished with two more TDs at one tw- at 12 to David Montgomery's 10. Next up, we're going to have Miles Gaskin or Kareem Hunt. Gaskin, um, I'm going to have to go with Miles Gaskin on this one. He's showed huge potential, right, and he's ready for a breakout year. There's not really much left to say. The Dolphins, although drafting Jalen Waddle and really focusing on the receiving end, I still feel like Miles Gaskin, he's young and he has the upside that's really going to um, turn up and be a great year for fantasy. Evan, what are your thoughts? I think I can go oppositely from you here with Kareem Hunt. And although Hunt may get less touches than Gaskin, even when Chubb was in, Hunt actually averaged over three points per game more than Gaskin did, and that is for Gaskin throughout the whole entire season. And plus, as Hunt showed that he's a skilled running back last year when Chubb was out, the Browns likely will play Kareem Hunt more than they did last year when Chubb was at his full, which I think could even give Kareem Hunt more touches which I think also just another reason to have him over Gaskin. Ian? Um, yeah, I could see that also happening. Next up, we're at Joe Mixon or James Robinson. For me here, I it's very, very close, but I'm going to have to go with Joe Mixon. People always think he's injured, but surprisingly, he has played more games than Dalvin Cook since they both came into the league in 2017. If Mixon hadn't been instantly injured and placed on IR last season, we wouldn't think of him as an injury risk. And while he's staying healthy, he's an incredible running back option. So that is why I'm going to have to go with Joe Mixon. Evan, what are your thoughts? Well, yet again, oppositely, then you had Joe Mixon. I'm going actually with James Robinson right here. Ian, you kind of talked about this with Mixon's injury. But a stat that I found very interesting is that three of the four years that Joe Mixon has been has been in the league, he has missed two or more games due to injury, showing that he may not be a starter every week on your roster this season. And plus, with Travis Etienne out for the season with an injury, Robinson should get more touches than expected. And he could have somewhat close to his performance like he did last year, in which he averaged just about two points more than Mixon did. And one more thing to add on is that if it wasn't for one of Mixon's games in which he scored over 40 points, he would have averaged just about seven less points than Robinson, which, as you can see, is a big difference. Oh, yeah, I actually didn't know that. That's a great reason. And, you know, 40% those can change whole weeks. Yeah, absolutely. And next up, we're going to have J.K. Dobbins or Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Um, I'm actually going to have to go with J.K. Dobbins on this one over Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. They're both in their second year, but J.K. Dobbins, with Mark Ingram gone, he should. I'm really hoping that he's going to be able to have a breakout year. I think he's a fantasy sleeper here. And Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, he was very disappointing, and I feel like I feel like just J.K. Dobbins, a fantasy sleeper, and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, 
he'll do better, but he won't get to that fantasy point that he's been expected to be at drafted that early in the draft. Evan, what do you think? Well, I'm actually going to go with the guy opposite from you. I'm going to go with the guy who I got with the first pick in the second round last year in Clyde Edwards-Lair. And as I said, last year, Dobbins averaged just about 10 points per game. And although many could argue, like you, that could be because of Ingram, well, me, not really. Because he only, because Mark Ingram only broke 10 fantasy points last season twice. Clyde Edwards-Lair, well, well, Dobbins averaged 10. Edwards-Lair only missed the 10-point mark three times. And since the Chiefs likely will be winning in most games halfway through the game, they will want to run clock by running the ball, which is the recipe for a great year for Lair. So because of that, I'd be going with Clyde Edwards-Lair over J.K. Dobbins this season. Ian? All right. Thank you, Evan. Next up, we've got two another two great running backs, Chris Carson or Miles Sanders. Evan, who do you have? I have Miles Sanders in this one, who I actually took with my first pick last year. And and unfortunately, last year, that was a big disappointment, as I said before. That's coming from a fantasy owner myself. But this year, Jalen Hurts will be at quarterback. And in the final three games of the season, in which Hurts was at QB, Sanders averaged just under 20 points per game, which is much better than Chris Carson's average of 16 points per game, which for Sanders shows Mm. that he got more touches when Hurts was in. And the Seahawks are definitely a pass-first offense, with their quarterback being the great Russell Wilson and receivers being Metcalf and Lockett. So although I do think that this will be as close, well, I do think that this will be close, as it is very possible that when the Seahawks are up at halftime, like I think they will be a lot this season, they may give the ball to Carson, which will help. But I'm just not sure that will be enough, which is why I'm going to go with Sanders here. Ian? Um, for me, Chris Carson, he has yet to play 16 games in an NFL season. While he does have a new contract, there's still concern that he'll miss time to an injury. <clears throat> As long as Chris Carson is healthy, he's a productive and reliable option. With the Seahawks' explosive offense, he should have many scoring opportunities. If you can live with his injury concerns while he's active, he's a great option. Miles Sanders coming off a disappointing year. While he could have much more production, he isn't given a very large workload. The Eagles' coaching staff has refused to lean on him, but with Nick Sirianni coming in as head coach, there was some new there was some optimism that things could be different, but the Eagles signed Carrion Johnson and drafted Gainwell, signaling that we should expect things to be relatively the same. With Hertz taking away some rushing volume, other running backs in the backfield, there doesn't appear to be much upside, which is why I'm going with Carson. And that'll do it for today's running back class episode. Evan, I have to thank you so much for coming on this podcast. Oh, thank you, Ian. I really did enjoy being on this podcast. Lots of fun, and I hope to be invited back soon. I hope you're on soon also. And very shortly, we're going to have a wide receiver class episode, basically the same thing, but with wide receivers. Thank you all for tuning in, and please rate and review this podcast.